Crushgasm, the podcast dedicated to the highs and lows of crushes. From their first to their worst, we're going to cover them all with a cascade of characters, including our guest today, someone with a psychotic addiction to television, me. Yes, I'm flying solo for the first time since we talked about TV dilfs back in June, and I'm back to talk about more than just beautiful hot dads on the small screen. We're talking about all the crushes that have spawned from the 2022 Emmy nominees. And the crush nominees are... So the Emmys celebrate one of the few things that bring me joy, and that is TV. If this wasn't apparent by the intro you heard not more than two seconds ago, I love TV. I have always been enamored by the glow of the box that centered every home I've ever lived in. I said this back in June when we talked about Bob Saget, but when I do think about it, things like TGIF and Saturday morning cartoons weren't just things I looked forward to at the end of the week. They were more about giving me some sort of solid foundation in a life in which I just never knew if my mom was going to be home or not. Alas, I started my TV obsession very young with wholesome family fun on Friday nights and Looney Tunes the following morning with a few bowls of Cocoa Pebbles. So from there, MTV pretty much took over my adolescence with 3.30pm being the time I felt most alive for years watching Total Request Live. Of course, shows like The O.C. came and went, and as I got older, my love of TV just continued to grow, and with that, a love of the Emmys. Even though most years what should have won never did because there is a show called Mozart in the Jungle or something like that. Don't get me started on Miss Maisel or whatever, which, spoiler alert, she didn't make my list of crushes from this year's Emmy nominees, but you know who did. I'm going to go over half of them now and the rest will be laid out with wonderful gifs on Thursday. So let's get started. The first Emmy crush nominee is... Anthony Kerrigan, aka Yoho Hank from HBO's Barry. Yes, Bill Hader is my ultimate eye candy on that show, but I'd be lying if I said that the safety of Noho Hank has kept me stressed from day one. From the second this show started, this bald-headed masterpiece came on my screen and I was hooked. Noho Hank is just one of those characters that can and always manages to steal a scene. There is also something so endearing about this guy who is supposed to be this big, bad villain most of the time, but really, he's just a guy with a weird business that has such a heart of gold. Speaking of shit situations, my girl over on Euphoria, Rue, if there aren't aspiring actors doing that scene of Rue's where she is looking for the suitcase and goes through at least several emotions, then what are they even doing that was a masterclass performance and i mean i still get goosebumps thinking about it because let's keep it 100 right now when we talked about disney channel crushes last week and explored some of the best shows from that hannah montana era when you think about them they weren't bringing world-class acting to the stage they were acting like one does on a disney show and that is also a very particular type of acting and that's a skill but what my girl is doing on Euphoria, you know, it's taking it up a level. And also shout out to Selena Gomez, not nominated this year, but she's on a show that is, so good for her. Also good for Julia Garner, my favorite hillbilly from Ozark. Ruth Langmore made that show. Actually, a few people from that show just made my heart burst from their performances, but Julia Garner, that was her show. And I know she's nominated for supporting, but it really should have been leading because... I mean, look at the material. 
I just hope this Madonna movie she's working on is as top tier as Selena and Straight Outta Compton so that we can see her potentially grab an Oscar because if not for that, then one day. I just, I'm impatient and I want to see her win like right now. And since we're talking top tier, we cannot escape this without shining a light on a TV movie nominee that I was terrified to watch, Chippendale. I have them little rodents tattooed on my leg and those little Disney shorts are some of my favorite things when I was a kid. So anytime I find those VHSs at thrift stores, I pick them up, even though I have absolutely no way of watching them because I haven't owned a VCR in maybe 15 years. Anyways, I was nervous that this movie is going to suck. Yes, The Lonely Island was behind it, but Popstar wasn't anything to write home about, at least for me. Thankfully though, this was actually a hilarious movie that I felt like kids could enjoy. Like my nephew could watch this, a kid that's five could watch this, but it was tailor-made for those who grew up with the original Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Plus, now because that did so well, there are talks of a Darkwing Duck movie and like, can you even imagine? It would be amazing. And last but certainly not least is RuPaul's Drag Race, which has like a million nominations this year, including Best Competition Show. Now this show, as silly as it can be, was one of my saving graces over the past couple of years. I binged older seasons I'd already seen, watched just about every new addition to the franchise, and even started getting into the reviews and recaps via YouTube. For me, this show just radiates a good time and Every single time the queens sit down and do their makeup and tell their stories of growing up unloved by their families or sometimes being lucky enough to be a totally accepted by their loved ones, I cry no matter what. When I think of all the young children and people watching who can hear these stories and know that, hey, life is hard, but keep on doing what you're doing and you'll find a way out of the bullshit. Aside from that, you have to love a show that delivers everything from drama to comedy to fashion. Plus, without this show, I truly would have lost my mind, probably by mid-July 2020. <laughs> well, that's it for this week's episode. I am wishing all of my 2022 Emmy nominee crushes the best of luck with when the big night comes September 12th. And until then, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me talk about my 2022 Emmy nominee crushes. You can find out more information about Crushgasm and maybe my nominees below. But until next time, keep crushing it.